What's up, guys? This episode is brought to you by our favorite budgeting app, Every Dollar. Rachel and I love Every Dollar because it is the easiest way to take control of your money, build the right habits, and make progress on your goals. You can download it for free on the App Store or Google Play today. Hey guys, I'm Rachel Cruz. I'm George Camel. And this is Smart, Smart Money, Money Happy, Happy Hour. Hour. That, was a, that was like a deep yeah. clink. It's these glasses. You hear that, America? That's, That's right. the sound of joy in our cup. Oh my gosh. Sorry. <laughs> this is the show where two friends who happen to be money experts share our thoughts about money, pop culture, all with a drink in hand. I love it. And today, like true millennials, we are talking about live music. It is back bigger than ever post-pandemic, Rachel. People are clamoring to get out there to see their favorite artists. And unless you've been living under a rock, you know how expensive concert tickets have gotten and that people have uh, some pretty strong feelings about it all. Yes. So we're going to talk about Ticketmaster, the mayhem around it, music streaming, and how to comfortably afford it all, Mm, which is great. First, let's start with our drink of the day. Uh, As you all know, every episode we try a new drink and we talk until it's about done. So what what drink do we have today, Rachel? I don't know how to pronounce it, George. Give it a shot. A Boulevardier? That was pretty good. What is it? A Boulevardier. Oh my gosh. Sorry, that was extra, (laughs) but it was deserving. It's a a French name. There you go. And unlike T-Swift tickets, it won't cost you an arm and a leg. Definitely not. Way cheaper than T-Swift tickets. Yep. Stick around until the end of the episode to get our drink rating, the recipe, and in true money fashion, the cost breakdown. That's right. So let's get into it, Rachel. First, we have to start uh, with fangirls. That's part of the concert experience (laughs) is fangirling. There's no fan. I guess fanboying is a thing. Yeah. That's a thing too. Uh, We all know concert tickets are crazy expensive. It's been in the news. Everyone's freaking out about it. Uh, But I want to be a little honest with you and uh, get your take on what artists would you pay uh, like an exorbitant amount to Mm. see dead or alive? And what was the max amount you would pay to see this artist? Um, dead or alive. Yep. Okay, so you can, I'm... You can choose a few. Let's start with so your, like, I'm gonna out like, of three, what would be your third choice, not your first? I mean, shoot. I mean, dead feels like I need to do, like, the Beatles or something, but sure. my heart is saying something else. Follow your heart. I'm gonna go Britney Spears. <laughs> oh, Britney's a good one. I'm gonna go B Spears. I'm gonna go... If I could get NSYNC back together, I never saw NSYNC in concert, like, as a middle schooler, high schooler. If I could get in sync back on stage, I would pay good money. What are we talking? What's your max? You got to be honest. I pay 500. That's it? Wait, really? I thought you were going to say like, I don't know, 1500 bucks. Oh my gosh, no. No, I'm not that big of a music person. Wow. But I'd pay 500. Okay. My number 3, I'm going uh I'm going to start with Alive. I'm going to say Coldplay. I just feel like it would be a magical experience. Grew up listening to them, love their music. They've got a great long-term track record like the S&P 500. So that's my, and I would pay. You would. I'd say 300 bucks max for Coldplay. Okay. Because they're alive. Okay. You're more of a music person than I am, so. That's true. Mm-hmm. What's your number Keep going. two? Oh, Samantha NSYNC. Mumba? Oh, NSYNC, got it. <laughs> Rachel Fun Fact loves an artist that no one remembers. What was her hit song? Shoot, I don't even know it. I had her single in a boombox alarm clock as a, like, eighth grader. And did you every morning, music from the radio to tape? Oh yeah, yeah, I, I did that. that. No, but this was a an actual single CD that I bought at Sam and Goody's, the the store in the mall. Samantha Mumba, I can't believe you don't remember that. 
her. It's stuck in my memory. It's it's seared, not in a good way. That you <laughs> I would not love see Samantha. Samantha Mumba. No, I'm going in sync. I'm okay. going back to my Britney and NSYNC. Sync. Yeah, your okay. Your cold, your cold play and yeah. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Beatles. I watched the documentary yeah. and I'm like legendary. I mean, my ears would be bleeding from all the women screaming. My number one, probably Elvis. Yeah. I just watched the I Elvis know. movie and I was Shoot. like, man, that would have been legendary. Gosh. I mean, do I go Goo Goo Dolls or Elvis? I'm going to go Elvis. <laughs> the Goo Goo Dolls are very flattered that you would even <laughs> have them in the lineup. Wow. Okay. I know. I just like I just like music back in like my like high school days. That's the nostalgia Take me back. era of music for me, Take for me sure. Back. I, I would say uh, Beatles, I would pay, I'd pay a thousand bucks to see Beatles or Elvis. That'd be my max. I mean, I would probably pay more because they're dead. Well, yeah, they're not coming <laughs> back from the dead. I'm just saying. I know. <laughs> Unbelievable. Okay, so let's talk about what who people paid. Also, all the Beatles aren't dead. Can we just put that out oh, there for the record? <laughs> we still have a few, uh, what, Ringo and, and uh, McCartney, McCartney are still yeah. with us. All right, so- What's crazy is that even though we are willing to hypothetically pay, you know, 500 bucks, 1000 bucks to see some of these artists, it doesn't even come close to what some high-demand tickets are selling for currently. <clears throat> T-Swift. Taylor. Can we talk about what happened last month? What we happened, George? I almost don't even understand it. I really want to break it down because it was everywhere. The news that she, like, broke Ticketmaster— I had multiple people. I went to gymnastics that night for my, not for me, for my daughter. And I was sitting in the stands and all the moms were talking about it. They were all online trying to get tickets and they couldn't. They were in this like queue is what they called it. Yeah. I love that the moms were online. Like it was like AOL dial up. Like, so they got online. They got on the internet. Onto the internet. Okay, but for real though, she she really did. I think she broke Ticketmaster. So let's talk about it. Yes, yeah, so if you're not in the know, uh, last month her Eras tour went on sale. Eras meaning the different eras of Taylor Swift. So big deal that she's like playing songs from- Oh my gosh, you so know, freaking good. The last, I don't know, five or six albums or whatever. And she essentially broke Ticketmaster. Like literally the site. Just, so how did it happen? Uh, well, here's the scoop. So they announced that there was this verified fan system. And how do you get that? So you have to, there's different stipulations. Number okay. one, you could have a Capital One card, debit or credit. Okay. Hopefully debit. Uh, or you had to have some kind of connection, like you bought something in the past oh, of Taylor's. Okay, okay. To get you into this verified system. And they use this, to, which is a good thing. They use it to prevent scalper bots from buying up an already limited number of tickets and reselling them for crazy amounts of money. And it's supposed to help the artists keep more profits. Okay. Because they did this with like Bruce Springsteen, Paramore, and Blink-182. They use yes. that verify fan method. So that's what's crazy is you could have a Capital One card, again, credit or debit, to get into this queue, to be a to be a fan. What's it called? Verified a fan. verified fan. So the market for credit cards is like, I'm sure skyrocketing for people to apply for these credit cards, get a credit card just to pay. Get a concert ticket. For these concert tickets. Uh. And then you know what happens? That credit card sits in their wallet, sits in their purse, and something happens. And I'm like, oh, I don't have the money for that. I can just swipe this credit card real quick. I'll get my rewards. I'll get my points. And guess, guess who had a plan for the emergencies all along? Capital. Capital. Yeah, so they if you're a mega fan of a particular artist, uh, keep an eye out for special pre-sale offers, early bird pricing, but do not fall for the tricks of these credit card companies and these lenders. They are traps. Uh, so not worth it ever. Do not do it for that reason. And don't do it for any other reason. You can do this with a debit card. Live your life with no debt, no regrets. That's right. Don't do drugs. 
Yes. Now, the downside of this is it causes super high prices and tons of anxiety for fans because, number one, a lot of fans aren't able to get verified, and number two, the hype made millions of people perform literally billions of actions on Ticketmaster's site, uh, which caused it to crash. And this is before the presale even went live. People are just waiting in the queue. Yeah, so the queue, so people waited in there for eight hours, and even verified fans had to wait there for eight hours. Oh my gosh. Our our team member, Jenna, who's an associate producer on a lot of our shows here, she waited for six and a half hours as a verified fan just for the chance to get tickets. And did she? She did, but it was not cheap because of this newfangled thing called dynamic pricing, which we will get to in a second. Or worse, fans didn't get tickets at all. Like the system spit them out. There was errors and yes, they couldn't get Yes, I heard that in. too. Someone said that they had two tickets in their cart and they went to buy and I was like, your cart is empty. Could you imagine? I would punch I would me- punch my phone or computer. <laughs> One of our Ramsey team members, Sean, he bought the VIP package that was $700 a ticket. Dang. What's up, guys? If you want to be better with money, your first step is to start budgeting with every dollar. This is the app Rachel and I both use, and trust me, it's great because it gives you everything you need to make budgeting easier, faster, and dare I say, even enjoyable. Yeah, I think you can say that, George. I mean, it's pretty enjoyable to have more money, right? Mm-hmm. And that's what happens when you're intentional with your spending. Guys, download every dollar for free on the App Store or Google Play today. So I even heard that maybe you have a realtor friend yes. who had clients that couldn't apply for a mortgage So anymore. I got the message showing screenshots of the texts with their clients. And they said, hey, we had the down payment for the Mm-mm. house that we were going to buy Mm-mm. Mm-mm. for the mortgage. And now we have to delay it by six months because of Taylor Swift tickets. George. Which means they must have spent enough to delay the a home mor- purchase. We're talking, they must thousands. have spent thousands of dollars. To where it's going to take them six months to save that back up. No. No, I we can't. We draw the line there. Somewhere. We have to draw the line Do somewhere. Do not delay your financial goals for a concert. Okay, I'm y'all, sorry. so all of this, like, breaking Ticketmaster, the whole thing, that was just for the pre-sale. So then they had to cancel the public sale because everything was sold out. I mean, like, arenas, insane. multiple nights. So if you didn't get pre-sale access, that means you're looking at resale tickets on sites like StubHub for prices literally in the tens of thousands. Oh. The highest number we found was 35000 for tickets oh in Atlanta. And I just looked up the Nashville shows, which is where we are. She's playing like multiple shows She's in a row. She's playing three at Bridgestone, yeah. The cheapest was at Nissan Stadium. <gasps> no, which is even way bigger and— The biggest stadium we have— in Tennessee. And how much were tickets? The the cheapest prices, we're talking nosebleeds, five, six hundred bucks. Stop. And the most expensive were upwards of six, seven thousand dollars. Oh my gosh. You could go on a nice week-long vacation. Or you could go see Taylor Swift. And some people <laughs> value that concert more than any Man, experience. That's intense. That's oh, intense. So gosh. again, pre-sales like this, you guys are now normal for concerts and music. And that dynamic pricing. So talk about that, George, because that's Yeah, this is a newer thing. And if you've used like Uber or Lyft, you know about surge pricing. And so it's very similar to where, hey, if there's more demand than there is supply, the price changes. And of course, with any big concert, there's going to be a ton of demand when the tickets open up, which means Ticketmaster, like the nice people they are, can just jack the price way up into the hundreds of dollars range, even more. Okay, so here's my thing. In a moment you know, in a capitalistic society that we live in. I mean, if people are willing to pay it. 
it's worth whatever people are willing to pay. I, mean, I guess, right? But oh man. But I don't I first of all, I am not a fan of Ticketmaster and their policies. Why? I mean, it's a monopoly. It's terrible. Yeah. They're not here for the people. Terrible. Why are they terrible? I don't buy music tickets. I don't buy concerts. Because tickets. of all of this, Rachel. What about StubHub? Because they screw fans over. And they're StubHub? Yeah, StubHub's fine. I mean, it's just StubHub alone. I mean, they're just a platform. Yeah. It's the scalpers that make me angry. The people who are buying it for 100 bucks and then reselling it for $900. And they don't care about Taylor. They don't care about the fan experience. No, they're and they're stealing money from her. That's true. And so artists are upset too yeah. because they're like, wait, I'm not getting $900 a ticket. I'm getting the 100 because of the scalpers. So, so this is a major issue. I just experienced this with uh, buying Blink-182 tickets. Oh. This is one of those like Blink-182 is back. So Tom DeLonge was a member. He left, started Angels and Airwaves. He is now coming back. Wow. reforming the band with Travis Barker, who you know. Stop it. Because of your Kardashian life. Courtney, I see you. So I paid the most I think I've ever paid for concert tickets. Tell us, tell us. It was about $300 okay, that's for right. like floor seats, which is a lot to me. Like it made me want to throw up. But I said 600 for B Spears and you were like, that's it? Yeah, because it's Britney. Wow, really? I feel like she'd put on a heck of a show. <laughs> now, I just have a, like a nostalgic, you know, Blink-182 was a part of the fabric of my oh, childhood. Skateboard, like, George. Skateboarder, you know. Yep. Uh, I dressed up as Mark Hoppus, one of the lead singers for Halloween one year. Look at you. Spiked hair, long socks, whole the nine. The whole thing. So I was willing to pay 300 bucks. So like, this is probably they once in a lifetime. small things? All the small things. All? Mm-hmm. That's, <laughs> I, got it. I, I love that you knew. <laughs> they sing small things. George, That's so great. I was cool. I knew music. Back I love then. that it's past tense. Like Rachel was cool, <laughs> and she's now not today. <laughs> I was the cool mom. Uh, so yeah, it's very frustrating because the surge pricing. I could have got tickets cheaper, but I got nervous, and I was like, "Well, what if there's better tickets?" And the t- the seats are all moving, and so you're just adding to the cart, and in a frenzy, oh, no. there's an urgency that you yeah. just go and like, I'm just going to buy whatever I find. Totally, because there's thousands and thousands of people buying at the same time. Uh, so part of this drama is that the government has gotten involved. Uh, of course they did, yeah. And yep. mad respect to uh, Tennessee's attorney general launched an investigation into wow. consumer protection laws with Ticketmaster. And even uh, oh, even old Joe is tweeting about it. Biden. Biden tweeted yeah. about Ticketmaster. He's so they're, in. They're he knows what the kids are doing. They're all in about this issue. Uh, and so is Taylor. Okay, so why is this all happening? Why are tickets so expensive? Let's break it down. Well, according to Billboard, there are several factors behind these crazy prices. First, it all goes back to COVID. Ugh. Dang you, COVID. Blame you on everything. But the story is that when nobody was out touring and going to live events, artists and their crews and venues lost their main source of income. That was sad. So, of course, they're going to raise the prices to make up for that loss. And we know everyone and their mother suddenly is touring is again. Is Sharon Ramsey touring? <laughs> that would be awesome. Oh, my God. And they are, they're fighting for production resources, all of that. Like everyone's out now yes. and we as consumers are ready for them. So We're now ready. the costs are going up because yep. to get that bus, well, there's a bunch of other people who want the bus. And so we know with supply and demand because of inflation, it means you're going to pay more and these costs are going to get passed on to the fans. Yes, the cost of what it takes an artist to put on a show now is more expensive. So naturally the ticket prices are going to get up more because yeah, exactly. supply and demand. And so we mentioned supply and demand, which is another huge factor where there's a limited number of tickets for any given show. And uh, they've some of these artists have a whole bunch of really devoted fans. And so that's why we're seeing this dynamic pricing, which is kind of representing the supply and demand curve here, where there's a million people who want tickets and there's only 10,000 tickets. That's right. And so the last reason that concert tickets are so expensive now 
is streaming services. So years ago, artists made big money on album sales. Because you were going to the store to buy a CD. Sam and Goodies. And paid 12 bucks. That's right. And now everyone streams. Thank you, Spotify. Yep. So now artists are having to make up basically their net worth, what they make by raising concert ticket prices and taking a larger cut of the profit. So according to Billboard, artists typically take home 85%, meaning the promoter or Ticketmaster gets around 15%. That's not bad. So then the promoters want more too, so they slap on fees and charges, and then it just gets ridiculous, George. Uh, Service fees, order processing fees, facility charges, and the worst, Rachel, a print-at-home fee. No, they have that these days? You should be paying me to figure out how to get my printer working Mm. and have to go buy a cartridge of ink because mine dried up after three prints, apparently, 19 years ago, and we're just getting started. Service fee, order processing, facility charge, transaction fee, delivery charge, convenience fee, handling fee, equipment charge, the print at home fee, inactive account fee, administrative fee, cleaning fee, non-refundable damage deposit, late fee, early fee, deposit fee, charge fee, fee fee. A bunch of those weren't even real, but you believed me, Rachel, because that's how <laughs> you insane— You got passionate. Things have gotten. And can I just say, our our friend, the team member here, she sent me a screenshot of her actual receipt oh, she of got, the Taylor she got concert. The tickets. And here's just one of them. Uh, so the, she got nosebleed seats. Like the worst seats in the house were $119. There was a $24 fee service This is on fee. top of the 19 On top okay. of the 119 a $24 service fee, a $3 facility fee, and an order processing fee of another $425. All so, day, though, I'd pay that. That's good so pricing, that ticket Jenna. came out to about 150 a ticket. Now, the other one she did was the VIP package. She did that one, too? Jenna. For the next night. Hardcore. Wow. Hardcore fan. Uh, she paid $749 for the ticket. But wait, there's more. The service fee was $111. Stop it. Stop it. Which is about 15% of the ticket price. And that's Ticketmaster probably jacking up those prices yes. to get money. And then there was the facility fee of three bucks, the order processing fee of $4, just to add insult to injury. And then you pay tax as well uh, on a portion of the service fee, I imagine. So that came out to $877. Oh my. So thank you, Jenna, for being vulnerable. And Gosh. Is that one ticket? That's one VIP ticket. You know what, George? Here's the deal. If you have the money, yep. if you're living debt-free, you got your emergency fund, you live like no one else. We teach this. That's true. You live like no one else to sacrifice, get above ground when it comes to your money, right? And then later you get to live and give like no one else. So she is living like no one else. So this good for a, her. You know what? You know what? She budgeted for it and she said, I have my max limit. Mm-hmm. She was willing to pay like, all right, I'm willing to pay up to, you know, 900 bucks, 1,000 bucks for the yep. ticket. And so if it's below that, you're like, okay, it hurts, but I'm willing to see my favorite artist of all time yes. on this epic Because you know what I've learned in all my years on this earth, George? What's that? I no longer will say, I would never pay that for that. I'll never pay that for a vacation. I would never pay that for a car. I'd never pay that for a concert. I wouldn't say that because yes. you never know people's situation, right? If you we have the money. talk about ratios a lot. And you're not, yes, so it's like all about it. if you make a million dollars right. and you spend $100,000 on a car, that's not a big part of your world. That's like someone making 40000 who bought a car for 4000 right. And so it all comes down to ratios, and as long as you're not doing to impress people, you're not going into debt for it, you've budgeted for it, it's important to you. It's big. You're doing it for the right reasons. Okay, so what do we do about all these high ticket prices, though? Because there's a lot of things in life we can't control. We can't control what they charge, but we can control what we pay and how we pay. So let's talk through some tips in this high-expensive concert world 
yes. ticket world Number one, uh, I have what's called JOMO, Rachel, the joy of missing out. And that's what I did with Taylor. I was like, I'm not going to get into this frenzy. I'm not going to get into this mess. I already did it with Blink-182. I already have my <laughs> concert for the year that I paid too much for. The itch is scratched. You're good. The itch has been scratched. And so just say no. A lot of people like just want to get in on it because everyone else is in on it. And they yep. don't want to have the FOMO of like, well, what if I don't go to the concert of the year? Yeah. And all my friends are talking about Tip it. Tip number one, just say no. Tip yep. number two, Set up a sinking fund. Yes. So a sinking fund is when you just you save a little bit of money each month. So you're looking ahead. Let's let's use Jenna as an example. Yes. She looks ahead. These what these went out in November. The the tickets T Swift tickets. So maybe in let's just pretend August. She's like, okay, I I know they're going to be out there. So she knows how much to save each month. So by the time November hits and she's ready to buy tickets, she has saved a little bit each month to prepare. That's a sinking fund. Yeah. So if, so if it's four one. months away and we know the tickets, may, she's willing to spend 800 bucks, save 200 bucks a month for four months. That gives you 800 in your budget ready to go. That's right. Another tip, I would say set a price for yourself and stick to it. Now, this can be hard because your emotions can get very involved, especially when you're explaining that the seats were moving and, and, and numbers the and the pricing. prices, all the, ooh. You have to set that limit emotionally. You like, have to. We have to be adults here. And that's hard, though. Yes. That's hard. Now, have some grace. Like, if your limit was 1000 and the tickets are $1,002, <laughs> like, you don't have to be like, no, I'm not doing it for the principle of it. I might, because it's me. And I'm like, no. Sticking no. it to Ticketmaster, this sticking is ridiculous. It to the man. Uh, but it's good to set that limit up front. Set those boundaries. That's right. Oh, okay, I'm having FOMO already with T-Swift. You want to I've go? been to so many concerts of hers. Did you know that? And I and I didn't get in on the front. I didn't have time. I didn't have the energy. I didn't have the mental bandwidth. Agreed. I didn't have do seven hours did. to sit in a queue. And, and I didn't hope. even really know what was going on. Can I say that? That's I didn't true. realize until after. Well, you're a busy mom. You've got a lot going on. You I work guess, hard. But it's T Swift. I mean, I I just I really do love her. Yes. I know that there's mixed feelings out there, but but the big and reminder, God bless her for breaking Ticketmaster. That's I mean, she's epic. impressive. She really is. That's impressive. Regardless of if you like her music, which I personally am a fan of, the new album is fire. Uh, <laughs> I, I will say fire emoji. her fans, like the way she has built her fan base and the way she cares about her fans, the things she does, the culture around it is very impressive. All right, George, I think we should just cheers to, to T-Swift. Cheers as we to all the, the Swifties episode. out there as well. If you're going to the concert and you've got an extra ticket, uh, DM me and Rachel. Please, me if first. If you've got before a legitimate, if, you're, if you are going to the Nashville show, I will pay a plane ticket to go to another city. We don't know. Is that a European plane ticket? We don't know. Mm-mm, mm-mm. All right, it's time for our last segment, George. Guilty as charged. This is where our producer gives us a new guilty as charged question every week. And if we've done it, we have to take a drink and explain ourselves. All right, Lindsay. Explain yourself. What is the question? Have you ever bought something for someone so you could enjoy it? Oh. Oh, man. Uh, That's... Shoot. I feel like for sure I've done this. I'm going to take a drink. Yeah, me too. Mm. We're guilty here. Mine, the first one that popped in my head was... self-awareness. Was Disney World. That's, I remember you telling me about this trip. I know. We took the girls for fall break last year. And I mean, honestly, I was like, I don't really care if they enjoy it or not. We are we are doing it. We are doing teacups. We are doing Tower of Terror. We're doing it all. We're doing it all. And like it or not, girls, it's happening because I wanted it. I love that attitude. <laughs> like it or not, you're going to Disney World. <laughs> I know. You what was yours? Like it. 
Oh god. That was a big one. I mean Disney's big, so I get it. But. Yeah, I don't know that I have a giant one. I feel like I like I can justify like little purchases like Amazon. I'm like, well, Whitney will use this. Whitney will enjoy this. Yeah. But it's probably mostly around like little like appliances. Like, I'll get the air fryer because it'll help us meal prep. How do you feel about the air fryer? I we returned ours. Wow. We not, weren't fans. Not good. I we need to talk good, offline about this like, more. Well, maybe I wasn't good at it. You know what I mean? Like I'm not gonna blame air because I know the air fryer community will cancel me just for saying that. And I know that it's sad there's an air fryer community, but they exist, Rachel, and they're mean. <laughs> they're mean-spirited people. Would you rather go against a T-Swift fan or an air fryer fan? Oh, gosh. Probably air fryer because okay. T-Swift fans will stop at nothing. They have nothing to lose. <laughs> uh, the other thing I just recently bought, Black Friday, I bought a four-in-one milk frother. Yes, you did, And George. here's the thing. My wife and I, will go to Starbucks on Saturday. It's kind of our treat. It's in the budget. Don't at me. And we'll get like, we love the like Irish cream cold brew, the pumpkin cream cold brew. Yeah. And they use a cold foam on top. And I noticed this frother was on, a, it was a good deal on sale. I did the price tracking, comparison, shopping. And I was like, this is a good deal. And it does cold foam. And I was like, well, we can save money, Whitney. For sure. From going to Starbucks. I can make the cold foam at home. Hey, I'm all for that. So I justified it. It was really for me, but I was like, this is really for you, to honey. To save money for you, Whitney. So I do it all the time. Yes, I, you're a little guilty. I think we've all done it. If you really think back in your heart of hearts, True. you have we're not as We're not as pure as we think we are, George. No, no one is. No one is. So how pure was this drink, George, This drink for you? was, uh, wow, as pure as a daisy. I mean, I'd give it a 10 out of 10. Uh, wow, okay, I'm going to give it a 7 out of 10. All right. What, it's just what, it's, it, there's like a bitter taste that I can't yes, get over. So. That is true. You have to enjoy that. If you are a fan of a Negroni, which has come to fame now because of TikTok, the Negroni Spagliato. Is this what we're drinking? Which is no. A Negroni, no. <laughs> Negroni Spagliato means you add some champagne. Mm, mm. Okay. So this is a Boulevardier, which uh, basically swaps the, uh, I believe it's gin for bourbon. Oh, so that's what okay. it is. So okay. what's in it? Bourbon. Campari, which I think is what you're tasting. Yeah. Vermouth of your choice. You can do sweet. You can do dry. This one was a red vermouth. Uh, bitters, so that's some Angostura bitters in there, and that creates the Boulevardier. Okay. But I enjoy the flavors because I'm used to the Negroni. I think Winston would like this. Yeah. I'm a big, uh, I like bourbon. So this drink comes out to about $3.13. Okay. All so right. if you want to feel fancy, uh, take an orange and take a little... Edge off the orange as a garnish. A little peel. Express it. Express see, yep. the peel. I, I see. You know, you. I know. And then wipe it around the rim and drop it in. And it just gives you that beautiful citrus that finish. Citrus flavor. So comes uh, right in. It's great. And there's no hidden fees. This drink will cost you exactly $3.13. <laughs> no service fee, no convenience fee, no print at home fee, because uh, that would make it like $85. That's right. So if you want to make it at home, make sure to check out the recipe in the show notes and let us know on social if you tried it out and what you think of it. And of course, feel free to suggest a cocktail or mocktail for future episodes. Just DM at George Camel with a K or at Rachel Cruz on social. We'd love to hear from you. That's what's up. And, th and that's it for this episode. Unfortunately, unlike a T-Swift concert, no encore. Man. We're just going to like leave. What is it, what's your thoughts on encores, Rachel? Uh, you know what? I, I would say good for them. If they've, if they've put on an hour and a half show. <laughs> I love that day. Good for them. If they put on an hour and a half show, they deserve an extra applause. I will say if, yeah. I, if I'm ever like good enough that people want to stick around after the end to hope I come back, you're, you're doing something it. right. You've made it. Like even if you're Nickelback. <laughs> Sorry. Or Creed. 
or Creed. So chant all you want, but we got we to gotta get out of here. So right. uh, don't forget, share this episode with your friends who may be paying too much for concert tickets and uh, follow us on social media and uh, click the subscribe button or the follow button if you want to learn more about how to be smart with your money. And if you're feeling extra generous, leave us a review. Yes. We appreciate those. And hey, you guys, happy New Year's. Happy New Year's as well. I mean, 2023, it's coming, George. Are you ready for it? No. I love I love New Year's. I wasn't ready for Y2K, let alone 2023. You know what's funny is I'm like, I remember 2019 going into 2020. I remember because we were on a family trip and we like went around and talked about our goals and life was just going. That's such and a then, Ramsey family thing to we do. Did, I we love did, we did, we totally did. And then you're tw- and then 2020 hit. So I'm like, who knows what the next year's gonna bring? So we gotta remember this. We just don't know. <laughs> I had a know. I had a hat that counted down to Y2K. Like a, a digital clock was oh on the gosh. hat and it flew off on my way to Six Flags and I cried in the car like a baby. My dad had to console me. Was your head out the window in a yes, car? Yes, I you're- stuck my head out the window to get some, you know, like a kid does. Hat flies off. I see a car slam over it and Y2K was ruined. Okay. And ever since well, 2000. I pray that this New Year's is better time. for you and better for everyone listening. So everyone, thanks for listening to this episode. We love you guys. Happy New Year's. And we'll see you next Thursday for Smart, Smart Money, Money Happy, Happy Hour. Hour. Happy New Year! Happy New Year! Rachel, George, Rachel, George. <laughs> <Our> George. <encore. laughs> yeah. I wanted to give the people what Rachel, they wanted. We're doing something Rachel. right, George.